0: Welcome to Diversity Dive Podcast, a splash of academia. To diversity dive a splash of academia and this is lavanya speaking and we are into our first episode for today so here i am i'm going to be introducing myself and the rest of our team members will be doing as well. so let's get started ankush
1: awesome man That that sounded just like a radio podcast and um
0: that's
1: good job. <laughs> That That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So we have about five members in this podcast and Diversity Dive, which is a splash of academia. Uh, that's our slogan. Um, hopefully, everyone that's listening to the podcast likes it. Um, just So I think I want to kick things off by starting with, I guess, like a mission statement and, I guess, like why we're creating this podcast. Uh, this is a podcast that we're doing just to introduce ourselves uh, and then just to let you know where our passions are. For starting a podcast in the in the first place, kind of comes from. Um, So obviously, one uh, this is a part of LinkedIn Learning. Uh, So this is the LinkedIn Learning community itself is what has sparked you know all of us to kind of gather together and make this into a podcast. But at the same time, um, we really want to give voices to uh, you know to different students. So I am from UNC, but we also have students from Stanford. And we also have students from community college and law school and stuff like that. Um, so we have people on our podcast from pretty much from all ages. Uh, but there, you know, one thing we can all relate to is we're all students. And um, you know, as you will listen to this podcast, you you can pretty much relate to our struggles. And then you can also relate to uh, different segments that we'll talk about during the podcast. So for me, uh, why I wanted to be a part of this podcast is. Uh, obviously, one, I wanted to give, uh, you know, myself and also everyone else a platform to talk about our college experiences. I think um, this is something unique that, you know, we are not only just making a, a podcast just about, you know, what, just about maybe one or two people in college talking about their college life, but also people from different schools in different parts of the world um, talking about, you um, you know, their day to day living in colleges. Um, so that's just me. Uh, I want to actually kick this off to uh, other people you know, in our panel too, um, if they want to talk about why they're part of the podcast.
2: Yes. Hello. Thank you so much, Ankash, for introducing us and giving that wonderful little speech you just made. Very, very compelling. Um, yeah, that
1: was definitely on the spot. Trust me. I was definitely.
2: Now I need to help to, now I need to do that so hopefully I do it as good as you did. But basically, my name is Elisa Marcanella, and I am 17 so I think I'm the youngest by like, I'm not that good at math, but like four or three years, something (laughs) around that. And um, basically, I'm here because I am the only community college student representative. And as a 17-year-old, I graduated early uh, due to the coronavirus pandemic, and I had to go to IVC, which is my local community college. I was presented with this opportunity here at LinkedIn to be a LinkedIn Learning Ambassador, LinkedIn Learning Champion. And I did identify a very big, large problem, which is community college students don't really have a lot of engagement regarding LinkedIn so that was my number one mission statement and basically what I'm here why I'm here is to I don't know be a voice for all the students that are community college and you know represent them as um, LinkedIn Learning Champion Ambassador we want this podcast to be representative of all people from all different schools of all different acceptance rates And we hope that everyone listening feels represented at least by one of us.
3: So uh, without further ado, if anyone else wants to speak, go for it. Yeah, I can jump in here. Hi everyone, my name is Fatima, I am 21 years old and I'm a junior studying chemical engineering at Stanford. So why am I here? Okay, so I didn't really know about LinkedIn before I wanna say like seven months ago. Like I had a LinkedIn profile, but I never used it. And I didn't realize how valuable LinkedIn was just as a platform itself and LinkedIn learning additionally. And so I'm kind of like, wow, my mind is blown. And so I just wanted to be part of this podcast to kind of show the rest of the world. The the unlimited, the limitlessness, the limitlessness of LinkedIn. I'm not sure if that's a word. Um, And I'm also kind of a cliche, cringy mess. I'm going to say that I want y'all to listen to Diversity Dive because we put the diversity in Diversity Dive. Um, we, <laughs> yes. we know we're from different backgrounds yes we study different things we have different majors we come from different cultures different religions different races and we're all just you know in academia and trying to survive in the university and i will throw the introduction to george so george is 22 from USC, and he's who i aspire to be when i'm 22 since he knows how to drive and i don't hi george <laughs>
4: Hey, thank you, Fatima. Yeah, thank you. Um, the bar is the bar is low. Uh, not the best driver, but it's definitely something to aspire to. Um, everyone, my name is George. I'm a senior, super senior at USC, I'm studying uh, business administration and psychology. Um, and really just why I'm here is I love, like, just diversity. Everything about diversity is, gives me energy on campus. I'm uh, the leader of the Black Business Student Organization. And... Um, really what we're all about is really just getting that kind of um, diversity of thought like diversity of majors diversity of like course ethnicity and really just seeing like you know what kind of ideas come from that so um, definitely something I'm really excited about Um, I'm interested in going into consulting going forward Um, also into entrepreneurship music too I love like just kind of like seeing like where different aspects of creativity lie within different people, and just kind of bring it together. So definitely excited to be here with everyone. Um, tapped in with you know like groups or individuals that from groups that I don't necessarily normally um, get to expose myself to. So really excited about this opportunity. So I'll go ahead and um, pass it on to Lavanya too. Um, I don't know if you gave yourself the introduction earlier.
0: I did but uh, pretty quick. <laughs> so here's me, Lavanya. I am the oldest, um, eldest, oldest, oh god, uh, eldest um, in the group um, and it's pretty embarrassing to say but there you go. This is the the joys of um, being part of diversity day. Uh We all get to obviously share and enjoy each other's thoughts and experiences at different ages and at different career stages in life. Um, So I am actually, um, I have a legal background. So I have, I'm just finishing off my master's in law, business and management. Um, So I followed the sort of conventional law route. Um, My sort of future goal is to be um, a solicitor at the end. Um, So I'm kind of working towards that. Um, I have been involved in various law firms. So some of which you may have heard of um, in the city law firms. So it's from high street all the way to an international law firm, um, and um, it's all about for me uh, being part of LinkedIn is more of a personal and professional growth development type initiative, and it's all about increasing global engagement. And I'm—I mm. think I'm the only British person here, right, guys? I think I'm the only British one here. Yes. I, yeah, I can do a British I hear. accent. It's yeah, I accent I hear. <laughs> I think you can pretty much figure out that you know I'm, I'm probably the only pish posh well so to speak person and, and by the way just to add it in I'm a bit of a rambler so to speak I'm called the rambler of the group so Elisa defines me as the good rambler um, yes. I don't really know what that means but maybe you guys could tell me what that means you you the listeners Um, but yeah but um, and uh, you know one thing I really think that is really beneficial about LinkedIn and LinkedIn learning is that you're not only sort of developing in a personal and professional capacity but you're also building networks you're building networks of people Mm. worldwide you're Mm. able to dive in so much for diversity dive but (laughs) dive in everyone's unique career journeys Um, they're difficult difficulties the struggles but at the same time all the positives and rewarding experiences everyone has to offer everyone has a unique journey and Mm -hmm. this is why we're here the five of us are here to share that with you share our joys share our struggles but we're all in this together as one Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. i totally agree Lavanya, how does it feel to be a mom of the group man
0: Yes. Oh God. Yes. I don't really know how to kind of Are
1: comment we behaving on that well? particular. Do you think our, do you think we're behaving well or do you think we need some punishment?
0: <laughs> I you know, Funnily enough, you're lucky you're maybe not punishment, but more like more in sort of incentives as as a as a motherly figure of the group. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Um, no worries,
2: Anisa
1: darling. <laughs> yeah, speaking of the uh, incentives, um, Elisa, you, you know, you mentioned about how this, basically this podcast is an incentive for you because, you know, you're the, you're one of the, well, I think everyone here is kind of an odd one out. I was going to say you're the odd one out, but I think everyone is so different from all, like each other. But, you know, this is an incentive for you because you're giving that voice to community college students, right, that don't Absolutely. have much voice and engagement in the first place.
2: Exactly. Um. Actually, I conducted an observational study. I did too with Lavanya with um for a project. But one only four. Oh, int- you guys
1: know each other from before?
2: No. Oh. Um. Uh, we did like an extra presentation to conduct an international webinar like a while back, and it was just to increase uh LinkedIn engagement globally. But. We're still working oh, on great.
0: that. you guys to hop in, like, we don't mind. We'd love to. And but- you won't believe literally 84% of students are actually missing out from that At result. community college for yeah. LinkedIn
2: learning. But for LinkedIn, uh, here's the, where the curious little facts come in. Four out of 10 students have an active LinkedIn profile um, regarding, you know, LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I found this to be very, very surprising And when I actually consulted the people in the survey, they told me, like, oh, why? Like, there's really nothing in for me. There's nothing. Um, It's just to get jobs, and community college Mm -hmm. students don't even get jobs anyways. So I feel like there's just a very big stigma regarding community college and LinkedIn. So they're always, you know, putting it to junior year to when they um, transfer. But what they don't know is that they're missing out on wonderful things that can happen freshman to sophomore year. As a matter of fact, I got this LinkedIn uh, internship by just solely having a LinkedIn profile and contacting with Ryan Zervakos after he did uh, the webinar. So just by you know having a LinkedIn profile, recruiting, networking. Even as a community college student, you can really excel. And I'm here with all of you guys, and to me, I think that's just a wonderful thing, and I'm very very lucky to be here. But I feel like if other community college students, you know, were aware of the benefits of having and starting LinkedIn a bit earlier on, you know, they can be here too and they can recruit and they can network and they can do all the wonderful things I've had the privilege of doing.
3: Yeah, interestingly, kind of the same vein in Guyana, not a lot of people use LinkedIn and I've actually been looking into trying to do a LinkedIn webinar for University of Guyana students because a lot of people think it's like a U.S. thing and there aren't opportunities for Guyanese students and there are less opportunities than there are for U.S. students but there's still opportunities that like so many Guyanese students are missing out on and so that's why I've really been thinking about you know how to bring LinkedIn more to Guyana and so I, I really like everything you're saying.
2: Thank you.
0: You've just made a wonderful point there too. But it's so. not only it's not only the it's not it's not only the ex, the existence element. It's also the fact that we we basically we you know we want to sort of bring awareness as well awareness mm-hmm. in the sense of what are the actual benefits mm-hmm. how how much you can actually bring this on a global level mm-hmm. support each other. And you know, grow um, in a b- both personal and professional capacity. The amount of opportunities we have seen this year post COVID is immense worldwide. You can get internships, you know, down in America. Not that I'm an American, obviously, because I'm British, pish, posh British, but there you go. But you know, opportunities anywhere, absolutely anywhere. And you can learn about different countries as well, the cultures mm-hmm. of different countries The languages people speak, and you never know—you might even pick up uh, a language you have never ever thought of picking up, you know, in the first place. You know, so that's that is the true joy of of LinkedIn because you can talk to anyone, anywhere, at any time.
3: Mm, I like that.
1: That's crazy, dude. You know, that's that's amazing to hear that actually. And I actually wanted to ask, since you know, Lavanya and also George, since you both are. Uh, Lavanya you know, as she said, she's doing masters in law, business, and management. And then George is obviously looking into consulting and entrepreneurship. And George, I'm also, I'm also into our, into entrepreneurship as well. I wanted to know your experience with networking. Like, how high would you guys rank that as like a part of your college experience? Um, I, I know with Lavanya, you know, you're definitely much farther ahead <laughs> compared to you know me, me, George, and Fatima. Hey,
0: don't
1: make me sound old. I'm not making it sound old. I'm just saying you just it seems like you just definitely have more experience. I wanna know, do you think do you think just having the knowledge and academics is more important than networking? Because I feel like I feel like a part of me, um, like for me, so I, you know, I'm looking to work for Amazon um now, probably in in probably June. Yeah, it's it's in June. So um Uh You know, for me, I felt like that opportunity really came down from networking. So like, just Mm -hmm. like a quick story. Basically, what I did was I literally just cold emailed like all of uh, like literally (laughs) as many episode recruiters as I can. I got one of these ladies like phone, like literally her, her, like I got her to email me back and she said, Hey, I would love to hear back from you because she loved the initiative and she just gave me her phone number. And I emailed her back again and I was like, hey, let's schedule a call. But then she never emailed me back. So I guess she just oh, no. never saw the email. So I just gave her a call, right? And I just gave her a call and I was like, hey, um, I want to know what's the status of new grads. And she picked up the call and she was very nice about it. Two days later, I got the assessment. Literally a month later, I had the offer. So, and that all happened from LinkedIn, right? Um, and so for me, you know, I was thinking about, I have other friends that are even smarter than me. I, I think, I think I'm, I'm not that smart i think uh i think i just have i just think you know when i whenever i have a goal in mind i just just literally i just like push myself to the limit burn myself to the ground and just like try to get try to get achieved as fast as possible so for me i think networking has like literally saved my life i want to know about you guys what what do you experience like how high would you rank that
0: i mean i would rank it pretty high because nowadays i mean Half of the opportunities I've got this year, for example, just going back to my earlier point, you know, half of the opportunities I've got have been through LinkedIn. So just to give sort of touch base on the networking element, actually, and kind of linking it with in terms of my personal experience. So I actually, um, I made a LinkedIn account maybe about a year or two years ago, but I didn't really see the, I didn't really understand the value and the importance of LinkedIn at the time. I'll literally go to in-person networking events and people will be like, you know, oh, can I LinkedIn you? Can I LinkedIn this person? Oh my God, I so need to LinkedIn that person. I'm like, what the hell is LinkedIn? <laughs> you know, I had no clue whatsoever what LinkedIn was until I, I actually created the account. And then I thought, okay, but then how do you actually navigate? How do you actually use it? And then um, I'll talk to a couple of people through i.e. my networks, i.e. the networking element. Um, and then they'll say, oh, you're not going to be, I got a job the other day just by simply reaching out to X, Y, and Z person. I was like, What just by talking to them and kind of you're just having a general chit chat, and they're like, Yeah, literally, general chit chat. They saw potential in me, they saw what I could offer just through chatting with them. I was like, Oh my god, you are joking me, right? And I and then I was thinking, Okay, I'm definitely gonna do the same, then (laughs) you know. So, so and then I ended up and then I ended up literally going into it, and I was like. I'm doing the same thing and I started networking with lawyers you know in in terms of my profession lawyers but not only lawyers of course also sort of charitable organizations as well because a lot of opportunities can be in-house as well so it's not predominantly sort of direct but it can be indirect as well in terms of opportunities and so I did that and I was like wow okay now I understand the real impact and the importance of LinkedIn and boom I've got half of the opportunities through LinkedIn and you'll see on my profile I've marked it as got this job through LinkedIn, got this job through LinkedIn, et cetera. So to be honest with you, to answer your question, networking is much more higher up, I would say. Academics and all of that is the base layer, the foundation. But in terms of actual real growth, I would say it comes from networking. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love oh, yeah, that go. answer. Yeah, I yeah. love
1: yeah. the answer, like how she just went about the the See, academics and the Trimler. knowledge is, is a dating. <laughs> no it's she's a good rambler right? yeah no she said she's basically you know what do you say like she just put the cherry on top of the cake right just like wrapped yeah. the conversation so nicely <laughs> I actually also want to like ask George um I I was really interested like when I heard that you know he's doing business and and psychology which is which is not not a common major to to know about so George do you want to talk about why that combination I think that's a very interesting combination
0: George, I don't
3: think you George. Hello, can you hear me? Hi, George. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, we can hear okay,
4: you. <laughs> Sorry about that, but um, yeah, it's something that honestly, probably I'd, I'd chalk it up to 50 50, um, indecisiveness and um, really just kind of like that desire to get like soft skills down because I feel like, in terms of like where I want to go. It, which is consulting like psychology isn't necessarily like it, it wasn't what I needed in order to get the interview get the internship and eventually get a full-time job in consulting um, it really did give me those soft skills though. not really just helped me understand myself in a different way see others in a different way and understand how um, we can begin I can begin like kind of consolidating that information if that makes because business and I feel like a lot of careers these days it's not really about like the hard skills you can bring to the table it's not so much like I feel like knowledge can only take you so far if anything like sometimes I think it can be a detractor like you know what I mean like just intelligence because it can convince you out of doing things that you normally would have just kind of gone for you know what I mean so um, in terms of helping me understand like things like like social psychology, how to network well, and how to really come across, um, effectively as a candidate, you know, classes like industrial organizational psychology, I I was able to kind of understand the recruitment process, um, from the perspective of a recruiter or a hiring manager, which helped a lot, you know, classes like social psychology taught me, this is how you kind of network with people above you. This is how you like talk to people in such a way to influence them to kind of, um, Do what you want. You know, I've taken a bunch of classes on just persuasion, leadership. So I really feel like that, it it doesn't sound, I see what you're saying, it doesn't really sound like it goes together, but I really think they work like hand in hand to kind of like create like, you know, like the candidate that I am today um, just in business. Yeah, I know the reason Um, I I asked you. Go ahead,
1: go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, please. Oh, no, I, I was just saying, yeah, like, I think one of the reasons I asked you is uh, I'm also, I'm actually also a philosophy minor. Uh, so I'm a computer science major and <laughs> philosophy minor myself. So um, I'd I really like to. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I guess it, I never really had a chance to mention it before, so. I think he just you just wanted to surprise fact. us, guys. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's somewhere there in my LinkedIn, somewhere hidden there that I'm a classy miner. Oh um, yeah. I really, really like. I might, I might do that. Who knows? Who
2: knows? It would. Uh, look I good.
1: really like the fact that you know, I was thinking I've been thinking about it for a while. How George mentioned how knowledge can also hold you back. Yeah. I can. Mm-hmm. I've seen. I feel like knowledge can. I feel like someone that's too knowledgeable can also be very egotistical because I feel Ooh. like someone that's too knowledgeable thinks that they're always right. Right. Oh, yeah. uh, so I like, I like the fact that how, you know, you know, George was talking about diversity of thought. I like the fact that uh, you know, how having just different experiences and uh, I guess just making connections with people also makes you humble. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, as a person, um, I I would I would even say I feel like <laughs> as a as a business major I feel like they they just teach you how to win all the time you know I think business mm. majors get that in my school we call business people like snakes because we we, we like to say Us that you too. know they're basically snakes yeah because you know they always think of winning I like I love your other other perspective on
0: this I think winning winning is obviously I mean that's the sort of motivator. And it's good to have it as a motivator to progress, you know. Yeah, um, but it's very it, extreme. Exactly, exactly mm-hmm. that. And I think, I think there's a fine line between how you're kind of your. It's it's all a sort of mindset thing, isn't it? Just going back to psychology, you know. Um. So so you know, it's it, it's more of your mindset as to how you perceive winning to be. Is it something that you you want to sort of you're you're there to develop yourself? Or is it something you kind of want to show off or be egoistic about? They're two different things. So what Mm, you want to do is you want to be able to progress, but also keep other people around you happy and content and also grow together rather than kind of seeing as a one, one way stride, if that makes sense.
4: Mm -hmm. and I feel like that right there is kind of like where I'd also say like USC does a lot in terms of like helping us network and I feel like they have like a bunch of events they have like literal like classes just help geared towards helping us to do that but I think there's a difference between like networking versus like relationship building which I feel like networking is like kind of what you're saying it's like how do you win how do you use other people and kind of step on them in order to like advance your own position I feel like that isn't as effective of a way of like kind of like going about like interacting with your environment if that makes sense
2: exactly i feel and- like
1: people can smell that too you know if if Definitely. you're going if you're going to an event uh exactly. they're thinking like i'm going to get that position uh you know whenever i so like for me uh you know i'm a current at ibm and i get a lot of people like even random people on linkedin just asking me for referrals and i can i can just smell when someone just wants a referral mm-hmm. versus someone that actually wants to know but my experience is like, because you don't exactly. know if my experience is positive or negative, right? And you yeah. can't just expect, you know, I mean, if you just want to want a referral without even getting to know me as a person, um, I think that's, you know, that kind of just loses the respect of you from me, because now I know your your whole soul of networking is to get something out of it. And a lot of mm-hmm. times it's not about getting something out of it. A lot of times it's just about making relationships and just having a community around you, you know? Yeah.
2: And speaking of relationship building versus networking, um, I actually found out that, that, you know, through LinkedIn, not only you can get jobs, but you can also get some experiences from other people. So for example, my dream school to transfer is a Haas Business School, which is at UC Berkeley. And one thing I did, it was kind of cheeky, but there was a webinar that was um, there, but I never went. I never actually knew it existed. So I remember, um, you know, just cold emailing all the panelists saying, oh so due to unforeseen events I couldn't come even though I didn't know it existed right um but then um they reached out to me and they're like oh yeah let me what are your questions so I actually developed a nice relationship with two of the panelists and they've given me so many resources and they actually even offered me to be their like mentee so due to you know me reaching out to them and not being like a person being like hey give me a referral like hey um you know just being annoying <laughs> right you know just if you show people that you care about their experiences about them it's gonna take you a long way and having that mentality of people building of relationship building they're gonna end up helping you out way more than if you're just upright saying hey give me a referral you know mm-hmm. so yeah
0: exactly. that's it. it's all about it's real great. real value And, you know, I think if you don't, if you're not able to acknowledge real value, then it's going to, it's going to make it a lot harder for you. And it's also going to make it a lot harder for the person you're actually speaking to, because they won't be able to have common ground with you. They want to be able to kind of, you know, connect with you. Um, in, in, in sort of different capacities and have sort of common interests and goals together rather than kind of saying, okay, you know, let me just give you a job or let me just, you know, they, they want to be able to see what is it that you can offer to them value and they'll be able to offer that value back. So it's in a way, it's like mutual respect. But yeah, Fatima, what were you going to say? Uh, no, I was just going to talk about how as
3: like an engineering student, I feel a lot of times that emotional intelligence is what we lack a lot. I see what we're talking about, you know, this idea of knowledge versus emotional intelligence. And at Stanford, this is a conversation that comes up all the time because we have like this group called techies and then we have like another term for fuzzies and techies are like the engineering students, the math majors, et cetera. And the fuzzies are like, you know, philosophy, psychology. Mm. And there's always like this divide with like, you know, oh, everyone's like, oh, the techies have it so much harder or like the fuzzies, you know, the fuzzies are like better at this or whatever. And I think that you guys have brought up a lot is the idea that like you need both, you know, you need to be able to like learn how to do thermodynamics, which is the class I just took. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen my grade yet, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you need to know thermodynamics, but you also need to know how to like talk to people and connect with human beings and network. And so it's kind of, you know, balancing the two. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's a great point.
4: I feel like there's such a stigma with like liberal arts educations you know what I mean just in terms of like not bringing those skills necessarily but I mean like even like increasingly you're seeing like companies like Google or like Tesla, Facebook you know like they don't necessarily require the hard skills that they historically require like not necessarily the hard skills but like things Mm -hmm. like problem solving or like creativity are more important to them nowadays than it is like coding Python or figuring out how to like navigate like a lot of these like softwares you know what i mean like i feel like that's something that is like a trend we're seeing but at the same time it's something that i feel like people should also keep in mind when they're like you know picking out what major should i look into what kind of opportunities would i want to take advantage of going forward
1: i totally agree i uh there's something that i've always believed in Mm -hmm. i always like to say that my goal is to be the jack of all trades and master of none Mm -hmm. the reason i always (laughs) say that is because i think it's just important to be, you know, not just to have like a couple of hard skills, but I think just to be good in many things. I think, especially, uh, you know, I want to actually know if if any of you other guys like out here actually work for startups. I've worked for a startup before. I'm actually working for a startup now. And I feel like just being, being a generalist in the first place, you know, not only I can kind of bring in the technical experience, but I can also bring in some management experience and just like, Need a team if I really want to, right? Uh, I think all of these just make a good package of who you are. And I think that's something really important. I think that every college should emphasize on that we don't do as much often.
0: Exactly. I and I think schools... Oh, sorry, Lisa, what were you gonna say? Oh yeah, um, I was just gonna add something
2: really quickly. Um, that's why I decided to double major in something very quant like, I, I don't know, quant, that's a word I heard.
0: Quantum,
2: very mathematical. is that's, Amer- think... that's an American way of things, it's not the British way of things at all. <laughs> something <laughs> very mathematical, but also something a bit more on the liberal arts side. So even though I said I want to transfer to Haas business, I'm actually studying economics and, well, maybe getting a second degree, well, third. But um, my, you know, my actual intention my actual goal is to major in both statistics and economics and if business comes in the way maybe I can get an associate's degree in it maybe I can transfer to Haas but yeah I feel like having bo- the best of both worlds is very important when getting a job because you know not only for example at Google you have to do techie things you have to code software but you know you also have to communicate with people and you need to have some sort of empathy and a clear communication. You know tunnel between your employers and your employees
0: so yeah i was just gonna say we've all, exactly and we've all got a commonality which is you know in every so i mean obviously that we we're all in different industries but you'll see common trends and those common trends are leadership skills networking the business and commercial acumen because each and every industry essentially is a business we all run like a business so mm-hmm. everything is all interlinked um, although we're from although we've studied different degrees you'll see the foundation which is leadership in networking business commercial um, and you know most importantly how you manage how you manage people you know, and, you know, just touching upon Ankush's element of management, I am also sort of, I also have sort of management roles myself. So I'm also part of sort of operations management, where I have to ensure that things are running smoothly. Um, at the same time, I'm also, um, I'm also into legal tech guys. So legal technology is a new sort of buzz buzz thing going on in the legal profession so i also sort of manage channels with legal professionals as well so i'm very much on a regular sort of contact basis with people you've got to have those interpersonal skills of communication um, and that is key and they all interlink with networking and 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 how you kind of in terms of development as well so these are all really key things and it's something that we should all be sort of working on and it's a continually sort of learning movement you know we're all always learning um there is never sort of um, a limit or a cap to learning i believe we're always going through a you know sort of a cycle of continual learning processes so so not only mindset wise but how we how we kind of deal with uh, sort of challenges in our workplaces or in our academia so much for our splash of academia but there you go um so yeah back to uh, fatima oh ah, i was i didn't Okay, so what I was going to talk about
3: was just the idea that, you know, I'm also working for a startup right now, and this idea that, like, I've seen from the CEO of our startup that so much of the connections that he's made to people outside of the startup is kind of, like, how he's grown his startup so many times. He's like, oh, you need help with something? Let me call up this one friend I have who I know is, like, an expert in this area who can help you, and, you know, that, that I, I think is really great and interesting. The idea that like you know to build yourself you have to rely on people and build connections with people.
1: You know something you you were mentioning Fatima I think when you were introducing yourself is like uh you know it was a really good point of like you know I think we've I think all of us here are somewhat you know fortunate enough to know the real value of LinkedIn and networking and having these opportunities to you know basically what which is what is bringing us here to get today together you know even though we live like miles apart from each other um you know we are so able to just have a connection with each of us and find something in common and now we you know making this project come into reality uh, how do we I want to like you know push this to the panel like how do we just bring these opportunities to learn and network in places in need uh you know where people might not know about the power of networking where people might or I guess like they probably just don't have the opportunities to network in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Obviously one of the, one of the biggest one is obviously like podcasts, like the ones we're doing, but what are some other ways that you guys have thought about in the past to bring up big opportunities to those, you know, whose voices need to be heard or people who you can, you you know, who can just benefit from opportunities like this?
2: I think at this age social media like LinkedIn is extremely important for those people who don't happen to have the luxury of being in a place where networking is very, very prevalent. For example, um, Lavanya and I were actually thinking of doing a global international webinar with some ex-panelists and some ex-LinkedIn employees, sorry, some ex-panelists, sorry, some (laughs) ex-champions and some LinkedIn, um, you know, employees that can, you know, just spread the message of LinkedIn and spread the message of how important it is to network. And as you guys have mentioned uh, throughout the podcast, you know, in this day and age, like you can be working in Germany and you can get an internship at the Google headquarters, not headquarters, but at the Google working in code because everything is just so homogenous. Everything is connected one way or another. So if we all can, you know, Spread the message whether it is through a podcast, whether it's through a webinar, through an article, through a LinkedIn post. I think it's very, very beneficial for all of us as a whole and as a society.
1: Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. Um, so I guess time to wrap it up then. I think, yeah, let's wrap good... it up.
0: Yeah, we did exactly. great. I think, I think it was great. I mean, I think one I just thought I'd finish up on, you know, you know, one thing that we we I've definitely realized is ever since we first started work, you know, sort of getting to know each other, um, you know, as part of the series is that, um, you know, we we all sort of connected there and then I felt like I knew you guys before for some yeah. reason. I didn't feel like you know I've got to do a proper you know I can't mess up oh my god I can't say this or that you know none of that I just was myself with you guys and I think that's the beauty of although I haven't met you in person or you know and you know we've just met each other virtually I felt as if like we were actually able to connect Um, and we had a lot of similarities and experiences and joys to share with each other and that is the true beauty of worldwide virtual reality I guess if that's what you call it (laughs) because nowadays we're really living in a sort of virtual zone Um, but yeah I mean I think it's amazing and I'm really looking forward to to you know sharing more experiences but not only to our listeners but also you know along with our team together and you know we've got more upcoming um, episodes so guys feel free to tune in Yes, thank mm-hmm. you so much for listening to our very first episode.
2: Um, I can say I was very nervous, but you all did wonderfully. And I cannot wait to do more.
1: <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. Well, time to dive out. <laughs>
0: oh, <yes. laughs>